0: Hi, this is Monica Reagan Huey with Educators Speak, a podcast dedicated to candid discussions by educators to foster positive relationships between parents, communities, and educators. Today's episode is titled, The Basics of Success. Um, today's episode is about preparing your student to achieve a lot of times as an educator um, we get questions from parents about what they can do to help their student um, get a better grade or to do well in a particular class but the focus quite honestly from an educator standpoint should be to prepare your student for life for what they need to achieve not only in a particular class at the moment but for the long haul, for life, for a career, um, for higher education. So there are four main things I wanna talk about today. And of course, there are many different things that parents can do to help their students achieve, especially in the climate of COVID and e-learning or virtual school. But I'm gonna focus on those four things. The very first thing I wanna talk about is knowing your child's learning style. Students should know how they learn. Um, If you don't know how you learn, how do you know how to study and how to best prepare? I know a lot of times, like I mentioned just a few seconds ago, parents and students focus solely on what they can do to pass a particular test or a particular class at that moment. But knowing your learning style is something that will carry you through a lifetime. And it does not mean your learning style won't change. Um, but knowing your student or your child's learning style at the moment prepares your child for success. And what I mean by learning style, um, there are four major learning styles and it just depends on the model that you are looking at, but there are four different main styles. Um, that a student possesses and learning style again just means the best way that someone learns for example I'm a visual learner I like to look at things to learn if you give me a picture or something I can figure it out Um, puzzles for example are really great for me because I can see the picture and I can figure out how the pieces fit together um, if I'm building something or taking something apart, all I have to do is look at it and I can figure the things out because I'm a visual learner. I look by viewing things. So that's just one type of learning style. But like I said, there are four main types of learning styles and we call them VARC. There's actually a VARC test online. It's free um, that your student can take or your child can take. And it's V. A-R-K. Now V stands for visual and like I just explained, I'm a visual learner and visual means that your student or your child has to look at something for it to make sense. So the best way for them to study or to learn is to look at pictures. Um, and a, a, a really good way for a visual learner to take notes is through something called sketch notes um, or doodle notes. Some people call them doodle notes. Um, you can look that up a little bit later and I may actually do a podcast on um, Doodle Notes and um, break up the different learning styles and strategies for success for each learning style. But just for right now, know your student's learning style. That's gonna help them achieve, like I mentioned, not only in the moment, but in life. If they know how they learn, then they they're learning about themselves. They're learning how to navigate in this world on the on workforce and so forth so visual is the first one the a and vark stands for auditory so learners who are heavily um auditory learners they learn through things like this a podcast so maybe if you realize after taking this VART test that your child is an auditory learner, having them listen to um, educational podcasts will really help them. And going back and listening to um, recorded lessons that their teachers may have done. Now, I realize that every state is different. Every county is different. But I know in my county in particular, I am a virtual teacher and we provide um video recordings of each of our lessons. And for auditory learners, that works as well. Even though it's a video, an auditory learner will focus in on the audio and retain the information better. The R in VART stands for reading slash writing. So a student or your child, if they're heavy in R, meaning their highest score after taking this VART test is an R. it means they learn by writing things out. So the best way for them to learn is through um, making outlines, taking handwritten notes or typing things, um, reading different things. So um, highlighters would work really well for them, being able to go back and read notes. And I know typically when people study or when students study, they study using the reading slash writing model. And I'm here to tell you that's not for everyone. We have different types of learners. So if your child is not strong um, in the R category, in the reading slash writing, then perhaps let's revisit their learning style and do what works for their learning style. Now K, the very last letter of the VARC acronym stands for kinesthetic. These are the hands-on learners and these are our learners that are the most hurt during this COVID-19 pandemic. Because kinesthetic learners need to touch and sense things, but that's okay. Um, There are other ways around this. Kinesthetic learners can learn from examples. So whenever you're a teacher or your instructor, um, and this can extend beyond the K through 12 classroom, this goes into the collegiate classroom. a kinesthetic learner does great at labs in science, for example, but like I said, this can extend beyond just hands-on in this COVID-19 new normal situation. Kinesthetic learners um, just need to make good use of examples. So if the teacher mentions an example of how to apply a lesson to real life, those examples need to be written down um, and remembered for that kinesthetic learner. So a kinesthetic learner wants to tie things into real life and make it um, apply to what they do every day. So that's step number one, the basics of success. Know your child's learning style. And from there, you can um, make sure they are taking notes and studying in the appropriate manner for their learning style. And you, I guarantee you, um, I have seen this um, in my personal experience that students do so much better when they are operating in their gifting, in their learning style. Step number two basics for success is having organizational skills. I cannot tell you how much better a student will do not only in the classroom, but in life with strong organizational skills. And I will do a separate podcast on organizational skills. But being able to write things down, make checklists, um keeping different subjects organized in a binder, using um, sticky notes or... Just being organized will help your child go so much further in school. Um, And I guarantee guarantee you, your home will thank you for having you, getting your child organized if they're not already organized. Now, I do realize there are different levels of organization. I myself am extremely organized, I color code things. I uh, tab things now. You don't have to do all of that, but just having your child have a basic level of organization by having a binder or a digital binder, digital folders. If you look at my computer right now, I have folders for everything, and those folders are color-coded. But if like I said, if your student or your child does not go that far, if they are just organized and have. A folder, whether it's digital or whether it's um, a physical folder for each subject that they are studying, will go a long way in organizing their day. Writing out a schedule, making a checklist makes all the difference. It reduces losing points um, because if your child's organized and they're turning things in time, they're less likely to lose points, especially at um, the high school level. At least I can attest for the high school teachers that I know they deduct points um, the later your work is up to a certain point. I I know for the collegiate level here um, because I do teach at the collegiate level as well. We deduct points for late work. Well, one uh, we know things happen, but one way to avoid consistently late work is to be organized to have a um, a binder and a an agenda, a calendar, some method of organization, and keeping track of assignments that need to be done. All right, so the first thing was knowing your child's um, learning style. And again, you can figure that out through the VARK test. The second thing was being organized, just getting things organized into a binder, virtual folders, what have you just not having files and papers all over the place, be organized, it goes a long way. Make those checklists, make sure your child knows what assignments are due and when they are due by providing them either with a digital calendar or a physical calendar. And if your child, just to tie the two concepts together, if your child's a kinesthetic learner, then perhaps you would want to get them a physical calendar because we know kinesthetic learners need those physical things. They're hands-on learners. So providing them for the physical calendar or an agenda to write down the assignments that are due every day will go a long way in helping them to achieve their academic goals. Number three, study skills and making consistent study habits. Now, just be honest, although I'm an educator and I've been in the game for quite a while, um, it's been about 14 years that I have been teaching, five years in um, K-12, through 12, so in grade school, and all 14 years in higher education. So with all that being said, I didn't always have great study skills. Um, I studied, but I didn't know anything about VARC. I would have been a much better student not that I was a horrible student, but I would have been a better student had I known about my learning style. Um, I was organized. I did have that going for me and that helped me get a long way um, in school and being able to tackle things. I was even able to graduate a year early from college because I was so organized. I was able to knock things off the checklist um, at the collegiate level and get things done because I was organized. And I gave myself goals. But having study skills was not one of my strengths. In fact, I can remember my dad always asking me, "Um, do you have heart tonight? And I would go, no No assignment. I, I did everything. I don't have anything to do. And he would always say, well, you can always study. And as a middle schooler, it would drive me crazy that he would say that. I just wanted to play. But to be honest, giving your kids the tools, success, these four main things I'm gonna talk about, or I am talking about today, will prepare them for a lifetime of learning. And we know as adults, we never stop learning. And we want to make sure that our students, our kids learning is effective. So number three for succeeding in 2021 and beyond is providing them with study skills. And that ties back in to taking that VARC test, knowing what your child's learning style is so that they can study appropriately. But making sure that studying is a consistent thing for them. Studying doesn't have to look like what we traditionally think of it as. Studying is not staring at a page for two hours or highlighting notes it studying is doing what is best for your learning style and processing it in a way that you will retain the information and you can apply it. Education now is so much different than when I was in school and may, perhaps many of you guys were in school It's no longer about retaining information, it's about applying information. And so when your student or your child is studying, they need to be able to apply that information. These standardized tests and um, just the basic tests that are given to our kids today, it's not about the information that we're given. In fact, I hear a lot of parents say, well, you didn't give them this information. And in fact, Um, And not necessarily to me, but I hear a lot of teachers mention that, um, you know, parents complain and there's this disconnect between the educator's expectation and the parent's expectation. Well, I know when we like I mentioned, when we were in school, we were given the information and tested on exactly what we were given. However, today is about higher order thinking. Your child needs to be given the information and be able to apply it. For example, it's not enough to say one plus one equals two and have your child repeat it on a test. They need to know that anytime I add one to a number, it goes up by one. So for example, if they only study, one plus one is two. That's not all that's going to be on the test. They should then be able to apply, okay, one plus three must be four because I've learned the concept of adding one to a number. It's about learning these concepts and applying it. So again, going back to those uh, tips for success in 2021. Tip number one, make sure your child knows their learning style. Tip number two, make sure they're organized, whether it's digital organization or physical organization. Tip number three, making sure your child consistently studies and studies in a way that is conducive for retaining and applying information. And tip number four, we're going to wrap up with tip number four, provide your students with some normalcy. We know this world right now is anything but normal, but if you can kind of help them get in the mindset of normalcy by doing small things, invest in your child. Like buying a book bag, designating a certain area for school. Um, I cannot tell you how many bedrooms I have. How many beds. um, The bedroom's not the problem. How many beds I have seen with students sleeping in them instead of paying attention to the lesson. Um, And here's a little tidbit about that. When your child associates the bed with sleep. They sleep, right? They know I go to bed and it's time to go to sleep and I'm gonna get some rest for the next day. But when they are working in their bed, they are going to school um, in their bed, they're gonna start to associate their bed with work and that can a- increase stress levels for your students and reduce their sleep quality, which just makes them um, not productive or not... Um, function as well as they could in school so you want to make sure that the bed is not where they're doing work make those investments buy a desk um if you can't afford a desk or you don't have the space for it use the kitchen table use some use somewhere that is designated for school they know that area is defined as my school work area um again you want to just invest in your child provide them with that normalcy get them highlighters get them things that you would normally get them for school within reason um things that they could actually use um i know it sounds crazy to say get a book bag when we're e-learning but actually no it if they put their school belongings their laptop whatever in that bag It creates the mindset that I am truly in school. I'm not just at home chilling. So here are the four tips. And of course, there are many more things that we can do to prepare our children for 2021 and success beyond the the academic um, careers. But tip number one, knowing their learning style goes a very long way. Tip number two. Having organizational skills, make sure your kids have an agenda, um, whether it's digital or whether it's physical, it doesn't matter. Just be organized. Um, Having consistent and effective study skills and providing them with some normalcy and a designated area for academic learning. So those are my four tips On the basics of success, I hope that this helps you guys prepare your children for 2021. It's the second half of the year, but it's not over yet. We can all see our kids achieve if we just apply these tips. And I look forward to providing you guys with more in-depth tips soon. Thank you for listening. This has been Educator Speak. A podcast dedicated dedicated to candid discussions by educators, and this is your host Monica Reagan Huey. Have a great day.